Section 14D Face to Face Speaking and Listening. Air Force Speaking. This section focuses on spoken communication, both speaking and listening. Verbal Communication. An effective voice drives home ideas or information. The speaker has control over such things as rate, volume, pitch, and pause. The techniques used to create interest and help increase communication include rate. There is no correct rate of speed for every speech. However, consider this the average processing rate is 500 words per minute, and the average speaking rate is 180 words a minute. Speak too slowly, and the audience will lose interest. On the other hand, speak too fast, and the speech will become unintelligible. The key is to vary the rate of speech to hold the audience's attention and to add emphasis. Volume. Another verbal technique that can give emphasis to a speech is volume. If possible, check out the room to know how loudly you must talk. Remembering you will need to talk louder with a crowd since the sound is absorbed. Remember your voice will carry further when the room is empty versus full. If the audience must strain to hear you, they will eventually tune you out from utter exhaustion. Speak louder or softer to emphasize a point. A softer level or lower volume is often the more effective way to achieve emphasis. Pitch. The use of notes higher or lower in the voice is called pitch. Speakers use pitch changes in vowels, words, or entire sentences. Use a downward, high to low inflection in a sentence for an air of certainty, and an upward, low to high inflection for an air of uncertainty. Variety in speech pitch helps to avoid monotone and to capture the listener's attention. Pause. The pause technique gives the speaker time to catch his or her breath and the audience time to collect the speaker's ideas. The pause technique serves the same function as punctuation in writing. Short pauses usually divide points within a sentence, and longer pauses note the ends of sentences. The speaker can also use longer pauses for breaks from one main point to another, from the body to the conclusion of the speech, or to set off an important point worthy of short reflection. Articulation and pronunciation. Articulation is the art of expressing words distinctly. Pronunciation is the ability to say words correctly. People can articulate their thoughts and still mispronounce words while doing so. Unfortunately, And unfairly, many people consider word pronunciation or mispronunciation a direct reflection on the speaker's intelligence. If you're not sure of the pronunciation, consult a current dictionary. Length. The length of a presentation is crucial. A key rule in verbal communication is short and sweet. Be prepared, know what you want to say, then say what you want to say with your purpose and audience in mind. Nonverbal communication. Actually, presenting the talk is the hardest part for many people. How can body movement, voice, and sincerity enhance a presentation? Communications experts tell us that over half of our meaning may be communicated nonverbally. Although nonverbal meaning is communicated through vocal cues, much meaning is carried by the physical behaviors of eye contact, body movement, and gestures. Eye contact. 
This is one of the most important factors in nonverbal communication. Nothing will enhance the delivery more than effective eye contact with the audience. Eye contact is important for three reasons. First, it lets the listeners know the speaker is interested in them. Second, effective eye contact allows you to receive nonverbal feedback from the audience. Third, effective eye contact enhances the credibility of the speaker. Body movement. Good body movement is important because body movement catches the eye of the listener. Effective body movement can be described as free and purposeful. While not essential, the speaker should feel free to move around in front of the audience. When looking at note cards, speakers should drop their eyes, not their head. Gestures. Gestures are the purposeful use of hands, arms, shoulders, and head to reinforce what is being said. Effective gestures are both natural and purposeful. Fidgeting with a paperclip, rearranging or shuffling papers, and constantly clicking a pen are distracting to the audience. Delivery formats. Your approach to delivery of the spoken message is usually affected by several factors, including the time you have to prepare and the nature of the message. Three common delivery formats are impromptu, speaking when we respond during a meeting or take the floor at a conference. Speakers may do this when they have to speak publicly without warning or with only a few moments notice. To do impromptu speaking well requires a great amount of self-confidence, mastery of the subject, and the ability to think on your feet. A superb impromptu speaker has achieved the highest level in verbal communications. Prepared, formally extemporaneous. Prepared speaking or briefing refers to those times when we have ample opportunity to prepare. This does not mean the person writes a script and memorizes the script. But prepared delivery does require a thorough outline with careful planning and practicing. The specific words and phrases used at the time of delivery, however, are spontaneous and sound very natural. Manuscript. A manuscript briefing is the delivery format that requires every word spoken to be absolutely perfect. The disadvantage of a manuscript briefing is that people demonstrate a tendency to lack spontaneity, lack eye contact, and they stand behind the lectern with their script. Types of speaking. Types of speaking used in the Air Force include briefing, teaching lecture, and formal speech. Briefing. The best military briefings are concise and factual. Their major purpose is to inform listeners about a mission, operation, or concept. Some briefings direct or enable listeners to perform a procedure or carry out instructions. Other briefings advocate, persuade, or support a certain solution and lead the audience to accept the briefing. Every good briefing has the qualities of accuracy, brevity, and clarity. Accuracy and clarity characterize all good speaking, but brevity distinguishes the briefing from other types of speaking. A briefer must be brief and to the point and should anticipate some of the questions that may arise. If a briefer cannot answer a question, he or she should not attempt an off-the-top-of-the-head answer. Instead, he or she should admit to not knowing the answer and offer to provide the answer later. Teaching Lecture The teaching lecture is the method of instruction most often used in the Air Force. 
As the name implies, the primary purpose of a teaching lecture is to teach students about a given subject. Teaching lectures are either formal or informal. Formal lectures are generally one way, with no verbal participation by the students. Informal lectures are usually presented to smaller audiences and allow for verbal interaction between the instructor and students. Formal speech. A formal speech generally has one of three basic purposes to inform, persuade, or entertain. The informative speech is a narration concerning a specific topic, but does not involve a sustained effort to teach. Orientation talks and presentations at Commander's Call are examples of informative speeches. The persuasive speech is designed to move an audience to believe in or take action on the topic presented. Recruiting speeches to high school graduating classes and court martial summations are speeches primarily developed to persuade. The entertaining speech gives enjoyment to the audience. The speaker often relies on humor and vivid language to entertain listeners. A speech to entertain is appropriate at a dining out. Effective listening. Understanding the listening process. To better understand the listening process, let's begin by distinguishing between hearing and listening. Hearing occurs when your ears pick up sound waves being transmitted by a speaker or some other source. Hearing requires a source of sound and an ear capable of perceiving sound. Hearing does not require the conscious decoding of information. Listening to make sense. Listening, on the other hand, involves making sense out of what is being transmitted. Listening involves not only hearing, it involves attending to and considering what is heard. Effective listening is an active process. Active listening involves exerting energy and responding appropriately in order to hear, comprehend, evaluate, and remember the message. The importance of listening. Listening is especially important in the Air Force and actually in any military unit. Success is literally a matter of life and death, and we routinely maintain and operate equipment worth millions of dollars. Receiving, comprehending, and remembering spoken information is critical. Any miscommunication is potentially catastrophic. Effective listening helps to build the trust and mutual respect needed to do our jobs. Military personnel must understand their team members and the situation. Leaders with good listening skills often make better decisions and have a stronger bond with their airmen. Pick the right tool for the job, informative, critical, or empathic listening. There are different situations where listening is important and different reasons to listen. Everyone must understand the importance for acknowledging and identifying these differences because appropriate listening behaviors in one situation are sometimes inappropriate in another situation. Informative listening. In informative listening, the listener's primary concern is to understand information exactly as transmitted. A successful listening outcome occurs when the listener understands the message exactly as the sender intended. Suggestions for improving informative listening are to keep an open mind. If the primary goal is to understand the message, set aside your preconceptions about the topic and just listen. Listen as if you had to teach it. 
Typically, we expend more effort to understand a subject when we know that we have to teach a subject to someone else. By taking this approach, we have the mental fortitude to focus longer, ask questions when we do not understand, and think more deeply on a topic. Take notes. Focus on main points, but do not attempt to capture everything. Respond and ask appropriate questions. Good, informative listening questions help you clarify and confirm your understanding of the message. Exploit the time gap between thinking and speaking speeds. The average speaking rate is 180 words per minute. The average processing rate is 500 words per minute. Use this extra time to mentally repeat, forecast, summarize, and paraphrase the speaker's remarks. Critical listening. Critical listening is usually thought of as the sum of informative listening and critical thinking. The listener is actively analyzing and evaluating the message the speaker is sending. Critical listening is appropriate when seeking input to a decision, evaluating the quality of staff's work or a subordinate's capabilities, or conducting research. Suggestions for improving critical listening are to take notes. As with informative listening, focus on main points and do not attempt to capture everything. Listen as if you had to grade it. One of the few things more difficult than teaching is grading another's work. By taking this approach, we have the mental fortitude to focus longer, ask questions when we do not understand, and think more deeply on a topic. Exploit the time gap between thinking and speaking speeds. Critical listening is different from informational listening in that you need to try to understand first and evaluate second. Even when you are listening critically, do not mentally argue with the speaker until the message is complete. Ask appropriate questions. Good critical listening questions will be probing in nature to thoroughly evaluate the intellectual content of the speaker's message. Empathic listening. Empathic listening is often useful when communication is emotional or when the relationship between speaker and listener is just as important as the message. Use this type of listening as a first step in the listening process, a prerequisite to informational or critical listening. Empathic listening is often appropriate during mentoring and non-punitive counseling sessions and is very helpful when communicating with family members.